Hey, welcome into Locked On Big Ten. Coming up on today's show, it was a change in some Big Ten football scheduling over today that will get into who benefits, who ends up losing a little bit of steam. We'll talk about it right here on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, welcome to Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every weekday, Monday through Friday. I'm Nate Dickinson, your host. Thanks for making the show your first listen every weekday, Monday through Friday throughout the week. We'll keep you up to date on everything you need to know going on in the conference. Coming up on today's show, Big Ten football schedules officially finalized here today. We had had tentative schedules before, but some things had changed. We'll explain how and why and what it means for all the teams in the Big Ten this season. That's, of course, a long ways away into the future to look at, but it is something we'll take some time to try and decipher exactly all the changes here in a minute. But first, let's get into all the news from yesterday around the Big Ten. Not a huge day for Big Ten sports. We do have basketball scores to give you from yesterday. Number 25, Illinois, took down Nebraska on the road, 81-71, to the final score there. Trent Frazier was outstanding for uh, for apologies, so Illinois, he gets 27 points in that final. 29, check that. Even more, give him the credit where it's due. And Illinois takes down Nebraska as a ranked team. And back in that top 25 that, it honestly, for a lot of the season, did not look that the fighting Illini belonged. Uh, moving on, the only other Big Ten game around the night last night was Penn State against Rutgers. Uh, Penn State destroyed the Scarlet Knights 66-49. to Rutgers scored just 19 points in the first half. A nice little defensive showing by uh, by Penn State. As far as tonight goes, two Big Ten games on the schedule. Minnesota will face off against Michigan State. A nice early season test for those Gophers. While Penn State, or sorry, Michigan State, gets itself a chance to take a look and see where exactly it's at as it tries to climb up the rankings. And also Maryland is at Northwestern, the Terrapins, looking to pick up a big win on the road in Evanston. Only other Big Ten news from around the day really was that Big Ten football schedule that had to make a change. We'll try to explain everything behind all that as, again, uh, the Big Ten goes through and decides to switch up a few things in the football schedule for the coming season. We'll tell you who had games moved and what they mean here in just a minute. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship's yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. This is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. Over 28 thousand businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has new financing programs for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financing system system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com slash locked. Welcome back into Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week, Monday through Friday. 
We're joined now by Isaiah Hole of Wolverines Wire and, of course, Locked On Wolverines, covering the Michigan teams all the time and telling us about it once a week here on Locked On Big Ten. Thanks again for joining us, Isaiah. We've got a lot to talk about with Michigan, but the biggest thing to discuss right now, at least, I think, around the national spotlight, I don't know if it's the big talk around Michigan on campus as well, but Jim Harbaugh right now is being rumored to a lot of these NFL head coaching jobs that are opening up. now. I'll talk to you more about like specifics and things with jobs and stuff like that in a minute, but I want to first just kind of get from you as someone who's there. What is your take on just kind of the relationship between Jim Harbaugh and this Michigan football team right now? Well, I think it's, it's business as usual, right? And I know there's all these rumors and everything, but Jim Harbaugh is not acting like he's going anywhere. He's uh, he's been in Schembechler Hall for the most part. He went down to Houston for the uh, the Bear Bryant uh, Award. Um, he, uh, he he's been you know he's been planning on going on the road recruiting as soon as this dead period ends, and he's you know he's told his players and recruits that initially there was a report in which I, I believe to be accurate that he had told a recruit that he's going to gauge his NFL interest, but he's also told recruits he's not going anywhere. So. Uh, at the moment, I, I think that it, it's status quo. I think the big thing is, is, though, until he signs that extension and the announcement is made, there's going to be a little bit of an uneasiness when it comes to Jim Harbaugh as it relates to, to Michigan. Uh, I personally don't expect him to go anywhere, but, uh, you know, again, I'll never say never until, you know, I know he, he's still very much under contract, but I mean, it's, it's a very favorable contract to get out of uh, from either party. So until he signs that, you know, mega extension that everyone's kind of anticipating, uh, putting it somewhere not necessarily on par with James Franklin and Mel Tucker, but uh, the reports indicate that it will be a uh, something that's going to be very favorable in, in terms of getting getting a lot more money for assistance in that salary pool, as well as just a, a discussion about how things can become more favorable for the University of Michigan, which is somewhat hamstrung by uh, the transfer portal in the sense that uh, generally admissions can only take either a first year guy or a, uh, or a graduate transfer. Uh, and that's outside of the hands of the, uh, of the football program. But there's rumors that he's uh, targeting, trying to make that a little bit more amenable for Michigan, and then obviously trying to figure out the NIL of it all, which Michigan tends to hamstring itself and things of that nature as well. So uh, I think that uh, that's the big thing. That's the the big holdup. But until, you know, until that Raiders job in particular opens up and as, as it's expected to, and things essentially either Harbaugh turn, you know, gets the offer and turns it down or gets it and accepts it. Uh, we'll be kind of sitting around waiting until we find, you know, to find out what's exactly going to happen. Harbaugh is a kind of guy where just his history and his name are going to bring him towards some of these jobs and rumors, no matter what happens, no matter what's actually there. So if someone has to kind of sift through all of that and filter out the stuff that doesn't matter. Uh, it, when did this stuff kind of heat up on your radar as far as like just the day-to-day -day stuff that you do and looking at reports and reading things and talking to people it, was there anything at all is there anything at all that kind of jumps out to you as like okay this could be a, a legit kind of story going forward or this could be something that actually happens 
I mean, I think it's legitimate, but I mean, I, at the same time, I haven't been paying a ton of attention to it because even though I do think it's legitimate, I don't, I still don't think he's going to go anywhere. It just would, it would surprise me if he did. Um, I'd not say uh, that that isn't a certain possibility, but it's one of those things where he loves it in Ann Arbor. His, his parents live next door. It's, you know, this is where he's from. Uh, he had said this is just the beginning multiple times after the Ohio State game, uh, heading into the Orange Bowl, after the Orange Bowl. It, it, to me, it would seem kind of like a weird sentiment to, to go out there and say this is just the beginning and then bolt. Um, I, I started kind of paying attention to it, I think, when I got back from Florida on the uh on the fourth and uh i think that was kind of the start of it and uh there were the rumors that there, he was gauging interests that were reported by reputable people not just your normal flamethrowers guy like bruce feldman out there saying uh there is legitimate interest in both both ways that's when things kind of looked a little bit more normal but at the same time i mean how many times have we seen and this was my initial thought how many times have we seen coaches act like, oh, I'm really interested in this other job, whether it be another college job or an NFL job, only to parlay that into a big pay raise? Uh, so that was my initial and my current still belief is that it's not as much to do with uh, with him actually wanting to go somewhere else. It, it might appear to be that way. And it's exacerbated somewhat by him being on his own time. It, it, he always has been, right? Like last year, there was all these people that were saying like, well, if he hasn't signed that extension, he's probably going somewhere. And there were a lot of people who were very adamant. I was very adamant the other way, having spoken to my own sources that he wasn't going anywhere. It's just that he has, you know, when, when he's locked in, he, he doesn't feel like there's any kind of need to rush anything. And I think that this kind of falls into that same line. Now with that in mind, again, that Raiders job, the fact that that isn't open yet and that they haven't been able to, officially extend anything i think that that's kind of what we're waiting on and whether that's because he has legitimate interest in going to the raiders uh, who gave him his first coaching opportunity back in 2002 or if his uh if he's just waiting to find out what those numbers are to parlay that into uh a counter offer to michigan i mean we'll, we'll see again i don't anticipate he's going anywhere Hey, Big Ten fans, this is Nate Dickinson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, GetUpside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back on every gallon of gas. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, even an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code SCORE. Today's episode of Locked On Big Ten is brought to you in part by betonline.ag. This is the place to go for all of your online sports betting needs, whether it be straight up bets, parlays, anything else that you might want to put together. BetOnline has it for you, and it looks good when you do it too. You've been, if you're a sports better, to some of these new clankety, just 
really looking like old computer type code websites out there. But online's not like that. It's easy to use, easy to interpret, user friendly, and you're not going to get confused putting in all your bets because you've got enough to think about when you're hitting those buttons. Head on over to Bet Online now. Use our promo code Locked On and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit that you put in at BetOnline.ag. Head on over there right now. You can start making money today. Yeah, can you explain just a little bit more about why that Raiders job is a little bit different than the the other ones that are already out there? I mean, he's that's where he started. You know, right. he got coaching opportunity working with quarterbacks in 2002 the year that the Raiders went and lost to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh in the uh in the Super Bowl but that was his first year uh was uh of of actually getting to be a coach was working with the quarterbacks in 2002 working with Rich Cannon and everybody so that was his first taste and he's always had a loyalty to the Davis family and vice versa uh because obviously they saw something in him and I mean, he, he's from there, you know, he, he went from there to San Diego. And I mean, he was helping out a little bit with his dad at Western Kentucky as well. I believe that was at the same time as the Raiders. Uh, but uh, that's, uh, you know, it's just like when people like to link him to the Bears because he, that was where he was drafted and where he, uh, where he played, uh, you know, the beginning of his football career. People link him to the Colts because I think that's where he, you know, has the most glowing uh, at, part you know era of his playing career it you know there's something special about that first place but that's the same thing can be said about Michigan right because Michigan's what he, the program he grew up around and uh and then you can say that you know obviously that's that's where he played was here in Ann Arbor so I think that uh you know they're probably on somewhat equal footing in that light but maybe Michigan's a little bit higher because he's been around the program much longer um, but yeah, the Raiders certainly have that, that in, uh, because that was his first, you know, and it's hard to, to, it's, it's hard to say no to the first place that gave you an opportunity, just like Michigan was hard to say no to him, you know, or for, for him to say no to, it's kind of the same thing with the Raiders having given him that first coaching opportunity that kind of launched his career. Yeah, I agree. But I also agree with you with what you're saying before. I mean, the bears are out there. Raiders are out there when the dolphins fired Brian Flores a lot of people were saying they wouldn't have done that without knowing where they were going and thinking Harbaugh might be the guy but I'm just on that page where if someone's going to get Jim Harbaugh they're going to have to take him out of Ann Arbor I don't think Jim Harbaugh is just uh, sitting there looking for an opportunity to leave right now it just seems like again he left the pros for Michigan he's sitting and he's been in the best spot at Michigan that he's been in in a while I just again We'll see what ends up happening, but I think I'm kind of with you. My view on it is if Jim Harbaugh is going somewhere, either someone's pulling him out of it or or something like you're mentioning that we just don't know about yet. Is there something else that we're kind of missing or I'm missing maybe uh, that you feel like people aren't talking about maybe enough about this situation and things like that? Well, the Dolphins are are probably out. uh, Right. Their owner is Stephen Ross and Stephen's already said we're not. I'm not going to be the one to take Jim Harbaugh away from Michigan. He said that before. Uh, so that's that's key. I mean, to me, really, it's the Raiders, and that's it. You know, and if it's, I don't think that the Bears are necessarily going to have that. I, I I think that they'll they'll certainly, you know, are probably certainly courting him. But I, I think it, it's going to be an you know, it would take the Raiders offering so much money that it's 
you just can't turn it down. But at the same time, I think Michigan certainly could offer something similar. And I think if, if, if it was the Raiders, they'd also have to offer him control on par with what he's got at Michigan. Um, that would be the other thing. But I, I, again, I, I don't think that there's anything we're missing. I just think it's it's beyond speculation. Like most years, you know, we, we have this and he hasn't been interested. He hasn't courted any offers. But again, I think that this is the type of thing with where he he wants to try to get Michigan to that. I mean, he just played Georgia and recognized like we can't beat a team like Georgia without modernizing the program. So to me, it just it's if you really line things up, it all makes sense more so that he would be utilizing this opportunity to try to get more for him in the program than anything, you know, less for him per se. I mean, he, he said, you know, during orange bowl week that he would coach Michigan for free. Uh, I obviously he's not doing that. Uh, but I think that it's, it's a situation where he's trying to figure out how can I get Michigan to really be able to compete on a recruiting level and with a, on a coaching level with some of these uh, with, with Georgia and Alabama. And cause obviously they, they've shown that they belong in the college football playoff but they haven't shown yet that they can compete for it. And I think that that was probably a little bit of a wake-up call. And, may, and I, but he's not the type that where it would be a wake-up call in the sense of like, well, I'm not going to be able to win it here. I'm going to cut and run. You know, he's not going to Brian Kelly the situation. Uh, I think that it's more of a try to figure out what, uh, what you can do to put Michigan on, in better footing and uh, in order to move forward. That said, again, we don't know until, you know, dotted line is signed so we'll see all right isaiah hole again with locked on wolverines is in with us once a week here on the show isaiah one more before we let you go i mean since it is what you're calling again still the much more likely scenario and i think it is too uh, that contract that jim harbaugh is going to have to sign uh, you mentioned where or you touched on where it might be but i mean what, what are you thinking as to what michigan's going to end up doing with uh, this extension and this amount of money that they're going to have to give him I would imagine it's going to be similar years as to like James Franklin and, uh, and Mel Tucker lock him in long-term don't, don't think of the consequences anymore. I mean, he bet on himself this last time because like the, the incentive related contract was certainly his ideas as it's been put out there. Uh, but I think that you'll, you'll get the, the buyout, the terms, the types of things that make him feel secure and loved. But I think more so it's you're going to see a much bigger pool for the, you know, the assistant coaches. And they already have a pretty big pool for the assistant coaches. They, you know, when they had Don Brown, he was the highest paid defensive coordinator in the conference. Uh, I, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Josh Gaddis is up there as the offensive coordinator, but I think that they want to try to solidify that, Hey, this is the, this, we're going to always be competitive with the sec powers that be and some of these other programs like USC that are now starting to shell out a lot more money. Uh, so I think that it's going to be a situation where it's, he's setting up Michigan up to being able to, uh, to, you know, compete on that front. And then from there uh, is just trying to figure out how Michigan can be competitive with NIL because Michigan has seemed like it's a little bit behind, which is kind of crazy when you consider it's the most recognizable, you know, it's, they got the largest living alumni base. It's one of the most recognizable brands uh, and, and things of that nature. And I, I would expect it to have, some kind of uh, conciliatory language to being able to, to, I mean, maybe this won't be in the contract, but it, I'm sure this would be at least down the line uh, being able for, for the, the players to use the block M, you know, in their, uh, 
it in their nil you know because that that has a certain buying power that just putting your own logo out there doesn't have uh so i, I expect there to be a lot of modernization included here with uh with this revamp well, it's going to be, uh, yeah, a whole lot of money going around to a whole lot of different places. We'll keep track of all of that, of course, as it happens, but that's still a little bit down the road. Until next week and whatever happens with Michigan and anything else in the Big Ten, we need to talk to Isaiah about until then. Uh, Isaiah, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, go ahead and remind people where they can get a hold of you and everything you're up to before we hear from you next week. Wolverineswire.usatoday.com and the Lockdown Wolverines. All right. Thanks again, Isaiah. We'll have you back on here soon to talk again on Locked On Big Ten. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to Locked On Big Ten. As always, now that you're done with your first listen, make sure your second listen is Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms.